for his sake. He feels pity and helps him, and slowly an admiration for Magwitch develops, as well as a realization that he is a true gentleman created by nature. Pip's kindness to Magwitch at the end of the novel is the beginning of his redemption. Pip slowly realizes, too, that Joe Gargery, a plain, simple man who brought Pip up, has more of the true gentleman about him than any society stuffed shirt. Joe shows consideration for others, particularly his shrewish wife, whom he endures because he doesn't want to go wrong in the way of not doing what's right by a woman. Joe's honesty is set against the dishonesty of those tainted by society's false values. Pip comes to envy Joe, who has stayed true to his calling, whereas Pip has cut himself adrift in a world of false hopes, not great expectations. Ultimately, Dickens is saying that it is the depth of our feeling for others that marks out a true gentleman, and what should really matter to Pip is the affection of those who love him for who he is, and not what he aspires to be. Though the overall mood of this book is quite grim, which is largely due to the weighty reflections of the mature Pip, Dickens nevertheless finds many occasions for exuberant humour. With Wemmick, for instance, the lawyer's clerk, who escapes the drudgery of the office into an alternative lifestyle in his self-made castle. And Wopsle, the church clerk, who, deluded by his ambition, disastrously takes to the professional stage as Hamlet. His journey parodies Pip's. Pip and Magwitch Hold your noise! cried a terrible voice as a man started up from among the graves at the side of the church porch. Keep still, you little devil, or I'll cut your throat! A fearful man, all in coarse grey, with a great iron on his leg, a man with no hat, with broken shoes and with an old rag tied round his head, a man who had been soaked in water and smothered in mud and lamed by stones and cut by flints and stung by nettles and torn by briars, who limped and shivered and glared and growled and whose teeth chattered in his head as he seized me by the chin. "'Oh, don't cut my throat, sir,' I pleaded in terror. "'Pray, don't do it, sir!' "'Tell us your name,' said the man. "'Quick!' "'Pip, sir!' Once more, said the man, staring at me. Give it mouth! Pip, Pip, sir. Show us where you live, said the man. Point at the place! I pointed to where our village lay, on the flat inshore among the alder trees and pollards, a mile or more from the church. The man, after looking at me for a moment, turned me upside down and emptied my pockets. There was nothing in them but a piece of bread— when the church came to itself, for he was so sudden and strong that he made it go head over heels before me, and I saw the steeple under my feet, when the church came to itself, I say, I was seated on a high tombstone, trembling, while he ate the bread ravenously. "'You young dog,' said the man, licking his lips. "'What fat cheeks you got!' I believe they were fat, though I was at that time undersized for my years, and not strong." "'Darn me if I couldn't eat him," said the man, with a threatening shake of his head. "'And if I had half a mind to it!' I earnestly expressed my hope that he wouldn't, and held tighter to the tombstone on which he had put me, partly to keep myself upon it, partly to keep myself from crying. "'Now, looky here,' said the man. "'Where's your mother?' 
There, sir, said I. He started, made a short run, and stopped and looked over his shoulder. There, sir, I timidly explained. Also, Georgiana, that's my mother. Oh, said he, coming back. And is that your father along with your mother? Yes, sir, said I. Him too, late of this parish. Ah, he muttered then, considering. Who do you live with? Supposing you're kindly let to live, which I ain't made up my mind about. My sister, sir, Mrs. Joe Gargery, wife of Joe Gargery, the blacksmith, sir. Blacksmith, eh? said he, and looked down at his leg. After darkly looking at his leg and me several times, he came closer to my tombstone, took me by both arms, and tilted me back as far as he could hold me, so that his eyes...